Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Welcome back, Zazzle, Roms, and Amber here. And tonight's a big night as we got the Shaquille O'Neal jersey retirement ceremony going on as the Heat take on the Lakers. And joining us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line truly steps beyond convenience. We have a former teammate of Shaquille O'Neal and current NBA analyst, of course, on NBA TV, Dennis Scott 3D, joins us here. Now, Dennis, uh, we appreciate you joining us. And correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point you set the NBA record for three-point makes in a season. And now you see a guy like Steph Curry who is making over 400. And you think what? (laughs) I think that a young man like Steph Curry has found a system that fits his skill set and also has found a coach that has given him the freedom to go out there and play the game how he wants to play. So at first I would be kind of envy. My hands would start sweating watching a young man play, knowing his father, playing against his father. My oldest son and Steph are good friends. My oldest son grew up in Charlotte. So for me, on so many levels, I'm excited that the game has evolved so much that so many guys are taking more three-point shots today versus yesterday. So you really like it because some other guys, some other you know retirees have been really critical of this style of basketball. Calling Charles it, Barkley. Calling it not tough. Well, it's one thing I always teach Charles in the studio. Charles, you always hate something you can't do. So that's why yeah. Charles and other retired guys are hating on it because they cannot do it. Yeah. So that's why today you see so many guys that are able to come down and transition and take a transition three in style and knock down the shots. So like right now, when you look at the Houston Rockets, and you watch the way they play, you see other teams trying to find players that have that skill set that can knock down the open three. Now, of course, uh, a big reason why you were able to to get so many of those open three-point makes the first uh, several years of your career was Shaquille O'Neal started out his career with you there in Orlando. And, of course, tonight, TNT, they got the coverage. Uh, Heat and Lakers, Shaq's jersey retirement, and Shaq's going to be on the call uh, throughout the broadcast. Tell us a little about what it's like, what it was like playing with a young Shaquille O'Neal, rookie Shaquille O'Neal in Orlando. Well, the, the guy that I got a chance to know and, and become great friends with was so young and so naive and not understanding how much power he was possessing inside him. So when we talk now, he kind of laughs about it, that he was so, you know, not realizing that when he put his force on the game, when he put his personality on a franchise, that franchise would never be the same. And I think that that's what we realized in Orlando. Obviously, he had so much success in L.A., you guys down in Miami got a chance to get a taste of it. When Shaquille O'Neal walks into your franchise, your franchise has changed forever. When he was drafted in 92, did you realize right away that this kid's special? Right away, I was the first guy that took him up from the hotel, took him out, you know, showed him around Orlando, knew he loved music, knew he loved movies. So a lot of those things that I was one of the first one that got a chance to know some of those things. And, and I had my own record label at one point in time, and, we were into fixing up our trucks together. So a lot of those small things outside of basketball, Shaquille and I hit on right away. And I said to him, I said, boy, 
you don't understand. When you figure this game out and figure out how much power you have, you're going to take over and dominate, and that's pretty much what he did when he figured it out. Dennis, have you happened to notice that this week that the Lakers also came out with some kind of unveiling of a possible statue, trying to steal a little bit of that heat thunder down here? Of course. Come on. That's a little competitive spirit going on there. We've known the statue was going to be in L.A., but they hadn't told us when it was coming out. And then I thought it was a great job, Pat Riley finally bearing the hat to whatever he may have had with Shaquille O'Neal and retiring the jury tonight. We got Dennis Scott joining us here. Uh, of course, you can catch him on NBA TV. You catch him on the studio show Game Time. You can catch him hosting his own show, 3D TV. It's on throughout the season. And tonight, an 8 p.m. start from American Airlines Arena here, NBA on TNT. Uh, you guys were in the finals, of course. You made one finals appearance with Shaquille in Orlando. And, I mean, I got to figure that if Shaq winds up staying in Orlando, we know Penny Hardaway was an incredible player in his days with the Magic. I mean, you you guys probably would have wound up accomplishing something similar that he accomplished in Los Angeles, right? Well, that's what we all, you know, obviously dream about, that if we could all stay together, if team didn't have that injury. You know, we always talk about the Nick missing the free throws. You know, all those things we can all talk about and have fun about. But at the end of the day, it didn't happen. So it's frustrating at times, but you move on. You understand that the opportunity was there when you had it. And now you got to get ready for the next one. Where do you rank Shaq as far as the great centers in the history of this league? He's right there. He's right there, two or three, depending on what you what do you uh, categorize greatness. But I, I think for me, number one is always going to be Kareem uh, for what he's done, the MVPs, and still arguably the best shot ever in basketball, the sky hook. And then I fight with you know with two and three between. You know, Wilt, Shaq, and maybe Olajuwon. So between those three, you can kind of argue two, three, and four from there. What do you think? Uh, Shaq, Shaq seemed to take his game to to the next level, I guess, when he got to Los Angeles. Uh, what do you what do you credit that that to? I mean, is it getting a coach like Phil Jackson? Was it playing with Kobe Bryant? Was it maturity? Like, what what would you give the credit there to? The biggest thing is maturity, and, and then Phil Jackson. Because what took Shaq's game to the next level was his ability to trust and pass. In Orlando, he just dominated, outran people because he was younger. He said, you know, had those young, fresh legs always teasing him about. When he got to L.A., he got a little bigger, got a little thicker, very, very powerful. But he learned how to pass out of the double team and became one of the great passes in our game for his size. I don't think he got credit for it until later on when he started winning championships. Then we said, oh, Shaquille O'Neal is a great passer out of the post. That's when his game really went to the next level. Do you have any stories about how strong he was even at a young age? Because back when he was playing with you in Orlando, that was before they adjusted the baskets. They were, they were I guess, Shaq-proofing the baskets because he, <laughs> he, tore, he actually tore down the entire hoop a couple of times. Yes, the one in New Jersey is probably my favorite. You know, he gets the ball in the post, he pump fakes and goes up with two hands and doesn't really, like, you know, put the ball behind his head, then bring his legs up, but he just kind of goes up with a different kind of strength. When you go watch that video, you're like, man, he rips the whole thing off the socket. So it was like crazy where the one in Phoenix, he kind of broke the hydraulic system so the, the rim kind of shook and then kind of went down like you're trying to put it away. So that was kind of crazy too. But the craziest thing for me, we're in Denver, we're losing the game, he's mad, he fouls out, and he comes in the locker room, and kind of and, and kind of vision where, how do I say it, where the TV, the VCR is kind of in the wall, 
you know, he comes in one hand and kind of like pushes the TV and like the whole wall falls. We're all kind of like, <laughs> did he just push the wall down? It's like the TV, the VCR. Now I'm taking you all back to the 90s now. Everything just falls off the wall. It was hilarious. Have you ever had an opportunity or is there ever a time in a locker room where in basketball you're able to rip for not making a free throw? Like one of the discussions we have on our show all the time is how we cannot understand that a professional basketball player who probably takes thousands and thousands of reps at free throw shooting and his Shaq can be so bad and get to the line so often. Shaq and I were doing a, a, a Mountain Dew uh, shoot the other day and we're sitting there in between the commercial we're sitting there talking. We're just shooting. He goes, man, I said, I just can't understand why my wrist doesn't do what your wrist does. Like, when you shoot the basketball, you should be able to follow through and your, and your wrist should snap. We call that the gooseneck. For whatever reason, when the first time I met that guy, his arm, or should I say his wrist would not snap that way. So we would talk about it. I've seen the guy shoot, to your point, thousands of free throws before and after practice. We've seen him make them in big games. We've seen him miss them. But – he said that's his Achilles heel at the end of the day of his game. And you can't crack on him, right? Like, there's not, like, a secret nickname you guys have. Oh, we get on him all the time. We still do this day. <laughs> we still do to this day. <laughs> but I will give him credit, though. If you, if you go out, if you go, if you haven't seen, there's an episode of Open Court where we're all on the court, we're in our jerseys, we're breaking down different parts of the game. And at the end of that shoot, he had to make one free throw. And I am going to tell the truth. He did make it the first time. We didn't have to run any sprints. We all kind of jumped on him and said, man, if you'd have made more free throws, you might have passed Kareem as, best, uh, as most points all time in the NBA. <laughs> well, and that was always his thing, right, Dennis, where he, he's not a good free throw shooter, but he tells you, when the game's online, I'll make them when they count. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite line. Hey, we need one, I got you, I got you. We need one, I got you. And for the most part, he did make some you know, huge free throws you know, in playoff situations. But when you go look at those numbers of the miss throughout his career, you say, wow, this could be the most points scored by a player. It could be Shaquille O'Neal. Well, of course, you can catch uh, you can catch Dennis on, on NBA TV throughout the season. And, and again, tonight, uh, NBA on TNT, 8 p.m. start. Uh, as the Heat have the Lakers and Shaq's jersey will be immortalized. It will go up into the Raptors. Uh, Dennis, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. Thank you so much for your time. All right, thanks for having me, guys. That's Dennis Scott right there, 3D. Dennis's impression of Shaq was far superior to yours. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Mine it was, was good. No. no. Let me try again. Let me try Not again. You ready? Close. Let me try again. You ready? I'll make a one to count. <laughs> That's a good impression. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 